I'm here at the Game Developers Conference at the uh, IGF Student Showcase. Um, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, I'm, my name is Daniel Coleman. Um, I'm the producer on Puzzle Bloom. And it was a team of 12 people in total. So, um, yeah. and, and what's the game about? Um, the game is about a tree spirit trying to regrow nature on some barren floating islands. Um, but since it's a spirit, it doesn't have any physical manifestation in the world, so it, it needs to use the inhabitants of the islands as a physical vessel. So in the game, you jump between the different bears or like the different animals uh, and use them to overcome the puzzles in the game. And um, 12 people is a lot. How did this come about? And is, was this an in-class project? Or? It's a, a school project. So we were put together from, we were all from different universities. So we were put together, like programmers came from the technical schools, animators from the animation workshop. And it's like so the organization's called DaddyU, and they're the ones who put together the team so we can so like, strive to get really so like high-end games done. And what was the first step to make this happen? I mean, how did you go about coming up with this game idea, brainstorm? Uh, we were brainstorming some game ideas. Um, yes, our game designer, he had some different ideas we discussed. So like what ideas we liked, uh, what seemed feasible. We only had we had two weeks of pre-production and four weeks of actual production. Oh, really? Okay. So it's a really short time. Um, and so we had to figure out what, what, what was able to be done. Um, yeah. And um, what were some of the challenges you ran into as you were developing and designing this game? Well, we had some, I mean, the typical things like figuring out how we, we solve the different, uh, we, had, we had some uh, texture swapping, we had to figure out how we do with that, and, and some, some of the basic stuff. And it, was, it was, like, in general, a pretty problem-free production. Uh, we had some, some crashes towards the end because, some of, because of some AI problems, but I mean, in, when you compare it to other projects I've been on, it's, it, was, it was pretty, pretty, like, well, I mean, how do you, how do you choose? coordinate all the communication between the different schools and just the different programming if the people are on different areas and different locations. Well, we were sitting in the same room, so we were like, for for this month and a half, we were put together, we got like an, an office, oh, okay. so to say, and it was very much just talking to people, making sure, like, my job as a producer was to make sure that everyone was like following the same standards, we were um, prioritized, prioritizing the right way and, and that way. And how did you, did you consistently check to make sure it's fun how did you do that and um, just polishing it up how did you what did you do towards the end to make sure that it was working fun and, and being able to be submitted to, to the competition I did a lot of um, I sort of also stepped in as a um, like tester or like yeah. a QA manager so I had a lot of people actually try the game and just I was just sitting behind them looking at okay how do they actually interact with the game what puzzles appear broken and and how like what do people like what do, what do they don't like so it was a lot of actual testing we did and what did you find what was surprising about when you were play testing it any surprises um, the thing is you, I think you often tend to when you build a level you have like some ideas on how people are supposed to solve it yeah. and then often people like tend to do it slightly differently or um, that they're very afraid to die like for 
example, so we have to make sure, for example, in, in the beginning of our game you can't die. Yeah. So it's very important for us to make sure that, like, to visually also tell them this is this is safe for you. So so that's, that's like some of the, the things we. Did you have to put in a special tutorial or anything, or how did you handle that? Um, we're trying to do it puzzle by puzzle, so each puzzle introduces a new like sub-element, so like gradually made, making it more and more advanced. So. And when you were doing the playtesting, did you focus on a gender balance, or did you just have primarily men, or anyone who played it, or what? Uh, gender balance. We, we're, we tried to make the game as accessible as possible, and also making it, I mean, visually and um, gameplay available to, like, female non-gamers, so it was a lot about like tweaking the visuals and making sure that they also I mean, understood you, the concept. Did you notice any difference in responses based on you know the guys versus the girls? Um, I think, I mean, my experience with it is that um, a lot of guys can actually so like like they they like to like cool graphics, but if if it's a game is pretty girly, they can still accept it if if the gameplay is fun. Whereas I think. Um, a lot of girls, if, if the visuals don't immediately appeal to them, yeah. they get sort of turned off and they don't really want to, I mean, they don't see the reason why they should get, get engaged in the project. And what's next in store for you guys? Um, are you going to develop more games or are you going to focus on this game? Or what? We're, um, we were students, uh, most of us have graduated, so people have, a lot of people are in game companies now, um, doing like whatever they do for the game companies. So, so yeah, we have a lot of projects, but not together. And where can people find out more information about your game? Uh, Puzzlebloom.com. Uh, How do you spell that? That's P-U-C-C-L-E-B-L-O-O-M.com. Thank you very much.